Sovereign Minds, the podcast. We're back. It's August 15th. It is. 2022, or gosh, I can't believe how fast it's going. And like I was uh, saying a minute ago, uh, this is, if we're not in the end times, we're in the quickening for sure, because it seems like it's going faster and faster and faster. Yeah, they say the older you get, the faster it goes. Please stop. It's going pretty fast. Slow down. I went off the train. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Uh, We're brought to you by mountaintopmedia.com, and uh, we're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, uh, uh, Facebook, uh, Rumble at, uh, <laughs> at M Kent 101. That's a capital M, lowercase K E N T 101. Uh, like the hit the like button if you like to hit the button. <laughs> if you like to hit the button, hit the button if you like. Yeah, and don't forget Mountaintop Media. Sometimes is the second one down when you uh, Google it, so to speak. The uh, title of our show today is "Trust Me" as a question. And uh, <laughs> who's the question going yeah, to? <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah. So let's get started with that. And uh, the first thing we're going to queue up is, uh, uh, you know, let's have a little fun here with the. Uh, yeah, this is kind of interesting. This is a little montage that was put together uh, of a musical uh, thing about. Uh, you know what happened with Hillary Clinton and the emails and the server and all this? It's oh, a, that never happened, really. Yeah, this kind of is actually hits the point home pretty good, but it's it's fun to watch. So go go ahead and, uh, and hit it, Eli. Here to give you an update on the FBI's investigation of Secretary Clinton. What I want to do is tell you what we're recommending, but first, let me tell you what we found: 110 emails, 52 email chains have been determined to contain classified information. What difference at this point does it make? Eight of those chains are top secret. 36 of those chains are secret. And eight contain confidential information. What difference at this point does it make? Everything I did was permitted. There was no law, no regulation. Secretary Clinton should have known that an unclassified system was no place for that conversation. I did not email any classified material to anyone. To the contrary, nothing was marked classified. There is evidence that nothing was marked classified. Now, let me tell you what we found. Oh my God. 110 emails. It was not the best choice. 52 email chains. It was the mistake. Have determined to contain classified information. What difference at this point does it make? Eight of those chains were top secret. Was it the best choice? Six of those chains said it was a mistake. Eight contained confidential information. What difference at this point does it make? With respect to our recommendation, this is going to be an unusual statement in at least a couple of ways. Although there is evidence, our judgment is that no reasonable prosecutor would bring such a case. <laughs> I know there will be intense public debate. I know there will be intense public debate. I know there will be intense public debate. Public debate. What difference at this point does it make? 110 emails. It wasn't the best choice. 52 email chains. I made a mistake. I've been determined to contain classified information. At this point, doesn't make eight of those chains were top secret. Six of those chains, I said it was a mistake. And eight contain confidential information. What difference at this point does it make? Yeah, the interesting thing is that's very revealing. Uh, uh, you know, number one, you know, she starts out, and this is all you know parroting, but it's this is how it went back in the day when they were doing this. Is 
is that it starts out that she didn't have any classified information. There right. was no email server. And then when they finally got past that, then it was a mistake. And, uh, and uh, you know, the... Uh, and what uh, difference does what, it make? You know, and, who's, and then who's going to prosecute? No prosecutor would do this. Nope. You know, they, 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 and she wiped it clean, remember? Wiped it, oh, yeah, with a cloth, right? Uh, right, and yeah. All, all this. But, you know, the point being is that if you don't think there's a two-tiered justice system based on who you are or who you're working for or, you know, somebody uh, higher up... Yeah. The, you know, then you're you're not uh, you're not very smart. And it didn't take them eighteen months to bring that on Hillary either. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just right. saying. Yeah, you it, know what I mean? Well, exactly. <laughs> so so let's go to our next uh, uh, story here, and this is from the Gateway Pundit again. And uh, what I find is this is interesting, and it kind of feathers into what we're talking about. Who is John Doe? Mysterious anonymous power broker is attempting to block Gateway Pundit from a, 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 assessing uh, Epstein. Uh, Epstein's client list. Now, just think about wow. that for a second. Huh. Uh, you know, here's this this guy. He uh, he uh, had a client list of child sex trafficking, sex trafficking. Yeah, and at uh, one time it was it we, was open. I guess you know, would call it. We yeah, got, we got on to the a, list. a big degree. Who went on the flight log? You had right. Clinton. You had Prince Andrew. We don't know. But there was we, a lot of people why, on there. Why would uh, an anonymous uh, an anonymous person be trying to block the list of people getting out. <laughs> well, of course, we kind of can put two and two together. Right. So the uh, the uh, counsel for the uh, uh, Gateway Pundit, uh, Mark uh, Randazza of the Randazza uh, Legal uh, Group, uh, and in in you know general uh, counsel John Burns moved to intervene in the Dislane Maxwell case and. Uh, Southern District of New York. Uh, the an anonymous John Doe, literally styled by his lawyers as John Doe, filed an exempt an exe objection. Wow, stumbling over my words today. Filed an objection to the, uh, the Gateway Pundit unsealing the the uh, sex client list, and the court sided with the John Doe. Now, interesting. Over the interest of the press and the public to know uh, what happens in one of the most remarkable court cases in history, doesn't it just seem a little odd that uh, they don't want to release the client list of who the names are? Well, we know that there's big Not names. on that side, well, but on the other side, why, why, they want us to, you know, divulge everything. It seems like these guys do a lot of judge shopping, and, and how could a, a, a mysterious anonymous John Doe uh, be effectual about, you know— Stopping the client list from coming out. I mean, you would think that they would want the public to know who was in on all this whole thing, you know. And, and uh, so, is it really a person? So, you know, John Doe, he shoots down the Gateway Pundit's attempt to shed uh, sunlight on the dark history of Epstein and his black book of elite rapists. And, and at the same time, he also gets to remain anonymous. That's what I mean. Is it really a person? Yeah. So this is not or over yet, evidently. Well, is it a person? It might be. Is it? Is it a company? It might uh, be. I mean, it could be, mean, it could be a lot of things. Could it be Hillary? I mean, it could be a lot of people. Uh, who knows who it is? I, my guess is that it's probably, uh, you know, it's one of the elite uh, people that were involved in the in the thing. You know, whether it's Prince, you know, Prince Andrew. I mean, that's well, as high as yeah. it goes. Yeah, and when we and, we did uh, have the list at one point, there was a lot of names on there. It's not like just a few or a handful. There was a lot of names on the list. My box and, the, the just fell down oh, off of the Velcro here. There it goes. So, uh, um, 
Yeah, you got you got to wonder what names are on there. We, we know it's not just a uh, low people and a few of them. So let's uh, let's move along to the next one, and uh, this one is uh, you know uh, from David J. Harris Jr. Uh, and uh, oh yeah, I've seen this. Seen one. this, this is, now, yeah, what's interesting? This is good. I'm you know what I'm trying to illustrate is: do you trust these guys? I mean, tr- do you trust the government? Do you do you trust? Uh, Comey, did you trust Hillary? Did you trust, uh, you know, the court system when they don't uh, reveal who the big names are? So well, this is just another another brick in the wall of uh, uh, distrust. Yeah, and it, it's amazing. Ever since Trump kind of got, you know, into the picture of the game, however you want to phrase that, all this other stuff on their side, they're saying, you know, they did this and the Russian gate and blah, blah, all, all just trying to hit him with a bunch of BS. It's funny because and, n- now that that they were saying defund the police, now they're on the, now they now want on the, the side no, of the FBI. Exactly. You know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. Ever since Trump got in the the well, game this is here, all, that's, that's, yeah, that's why you, when you see who's attacking Trump constantly, the media, the politicians, right and left, both sides. Yeah, of the that's aisle, all they do is attack him constantly. The, it's the uh, establishment. Yeah, you, know, you know, so many things that weren't true with the RussiaGate, with the twice impeachment. You know, with the with the dossier. I mean, it just goes on and on and on. But go ahead and play this. This is Garland during his speech, and I think it's kind of revealing. You know, uh, you know, sort of shows what's going on here a little bit. We need some sound. Hmm. Yeah, hold on. We got no sound. There it is. All right. Here we go. Faithful adherence to the rule of law is the bedrock principle of the Justice Department (laughs) and of our democracy. Upholding the rule of law means applying the law evenly, without fear or favor. Under my watch... That is precisely what the Justice Department is doing. Faithful adherence to the rule of law. <laughs> so the point, I mean, you got you got uh, the stuff coming off of, uh, you know, uh, Biden's, Hunter Biden's laptop, all the, the prostitutes, the crack smoking. Uh, How can he even say that? And not be prosecuted because that's a flat lie. Well, we know that the the uh, the the uh, payoffs that were coming from China, from the Ukraine, yeah. all of this, none of that even matters. But Trump has some documents that he declassified, and now they're trying to paint it as some kind of nuclear thing. These guys will lie about everything. And these are the same uh, people. The guys who went down there to do the, the search of Mar-a-Lago are, are the, under investigation. Are under investigation by <laughs> Durham for the, the crimes that they committed against Trump for manufacturing evidence and, and, and you know, yeah, having with a, Russia dossier, and a made all up dossier yeah. all this stuff, you know. The FISA warrant. So I know you can't even make this crap up. So this is a little clip from Bernie Sanders, who, you know, Bernie, I don't like, but, you know, he's uh, talking about corruption. I mean, this guy's as corrupt as it gets, I think. You know, how do you just drop out of the race and all of a sudden you you end up with a $600 million or $600,000, half a million dollar house is a is, is uh, uh, you know, an item that all of a sudden you own. You know, so, uh, anyway. Nothing to see here. You know, without going into details. But I think this is very telling. Go ahead and roll it, Eli, and let's see what Bernie has to say. To the most recent Gallup poll, the approval rate for Congress is at 16%, with 82% of the American people disapproving of the work we are doing here. 16 think we're doing a good job. 82% think not. Further, according to a recent University of Chicago poll, 
a strong majority of Americans. And this is extremely important, and I hope members of Congress hear this. A majority of Americans believe that the government is, quote, corrupt and rigged against me, end of quote. People believe the government is corrupt and rigged against them. I wonder why. Further, I according understand. to a USA Today poll that came out last week, a very strong majority no longer believe that the Democratic or Republican parties are responding to their needs, and we need to move to a multi-party system. And I think what is most frightening in terms of where the American people are politically today is that there is actually a growing number of Americans who believe that they may have to take up arms, take up arms against their own government in order to accomplish what they think needs to be done. According yeah. to the most recent... There we go. go ahead and yeah. So, so, do you think they're worried a little bit? I mean, they didn't give us a percentage on that, but we know 74 million people that voted for Trump aren't happy. Right. And that was probably that would, you know, that actually probably won the election if you go back and look at the numbers because they've been saying 81 million people voted for Biden. The guy never campaigned. Uh, the guy never went out of his basement. I mean, there's so many things that indicate that it was a, a you know, a, a, a rigged uh, election. Right. And then, oh, then you go to uh, 2000 Mules where they show them rigging the election and that doesn't count. You got the Dominion voting machines. You know, you've got this two tier justice system that we're talking right. about. And you, and you got to know that they're kind of scared when when he comes out, when Bernie comes out and says 80 percent of the people are dissatisfied with what's happening. Right. You know, they like to have most people believe that there's more on the left side of this equation than there is on the right and these guys are mastered at, masters at disinformation, at yeah. gaslighting people, at lying about everything. Anything that you're doing uh, or they say you're doing is exactly what, what they're, they're doing. doing. Uh, Changing you know, the, the definition to fit their narrative. You know, We've seen that is, time and time again, you know. You know, they're scrambling to stay in power. They can see the writing on the wall. And Trump is the is the evil to him because he's, he's finally exposed them for what they are. Uh, you know, on a, on a scale that can't be, you know, put back in the bottle. And so that's kind of what's going on. And no matter on. what they hit him with, he still he prevails. I mean, just like this latest thing. I think they thought the people would stand with him and go, oh, they've lost Trump the, is bad, bad man. But that's lost, not what happened. They've lost the narrative yes. with the mainstream. People don't believe anything that the mainstream right. has to say anymore. And, and here's another example of why. Now, this is about Shasta County and the fight against the mandates. This is Del Bigtree. Go ahead and queue it up at 50 uh, uh, seconds, uh, Eli. Uh, we'll start it there. And uh, it just goes to show you that... You know, this this didn't make our mainstream meat-headed news uh, guys here in town. You know, I call Mangus Mangas because that's what he is. These guys will not report anything that doesn't go along with the right. narrative. Right. Well, they, they get their marching orders from, you know. Well, they're the, working uh, for the big corporation. Exactly. Yeah. So if it goes against anything that comes down from them, they won't report it. And you would think in a small town or a small county like Shasta County— well, compared to, the, you know, across the United States that they would, but they well, the they don't have that, the guts. The fact that, that we had to go, that these guys dug out through the Freedom of Information Act, the information that we're going to show right, right now is quite telling as well. Go ahead and play it, Eli. Uh, this is probably a five, six-minute clip. 
goals here on the high wire is to make sure that you recognize how much power you have and what you can do to make a difference, that we all play a part in this world and it is still within our grasp to make the world a better place. One of my favorite things that happens is I travel around the country and get stopped in airports is how many of you walk up to me and say, Dell, I felt like I was all alone, but every Thursday when I tuned in the high wire, I realized I wasn't crazy, that there were other people that thought the way I do, that there was real science behind the instincts that I had, and most of all, you gave me a sense of hope. When I hear that, I think how many people would say that about any other news agency that they watch? It gives me a sense of hope. Well, I want to start this show out with one of the biggest reasons you should have a sense of hope. You actually do make a difference. And though they tried to attack you when, to your, when you went to your school board meetings talking about masks or talking about adult information written into children's books and third graders' books and that you didn't want that to happen and you got attacked and even the, your own government said that maybe you should be listed as terrorists, we told you to stand up. We told you that that is what makes a difference. Well, today's story is just one of those stories, and we now have proof it makes a difference. This is all that you saw in the news. And in many ways, it should have been enough. Take a look at this. Hundreds of Shasta County students, parents, and educators took part in Monday's statewide school walkout. Shasta Union High School District Superintendent Jim Cloney says roughly 40% of students were absent. And while he wouldn't say how many staff members stayed off campus Monday, he did say they experienced higher than normal absence numbers. No, I'm not surprised at all. So that's something that I support. So I think that parents and teachers should have their choice on whether they get this vaccine or not. Roughly 45% of students in the Enterprise Elementary School District stayed home and 5 to 6% of teachers took a personal day. That's according to their superintendent, Heather Armelino. Armelino said the number of student absence was higher than they anticipated. Now, that's a great story. Obviously, a protest. 45% of the students in that county did not show up for school one day, which you know, you could ask yourself, what kind of effect does that have? And we could have all been left with that news piece and say, well, that was a cool day, but did it do anything? Well, we wanted to know exactly that. So the Informed Consent Action Network, which is the nonprofit that makes this educational program possible, the high wire, uh, we went to our attorney, Aaron Siri, at his uh, law firm, Aaron Siri and Glimstad, and said, could you put in some FOIA requests? We want to put in FOIA requests all over the health departments in California and anywhere where, remember, FOIA is free Freedom of Information Act request. This means essentially that the government works for us. We don't work for them. Therefore, just like any boss can, I can see all of your business emails. We asked to see those emails. We wanted to know what effect this walkout had in Shasta County. And lo and behold, we have just gotten that information. Now, you would know this before you were watching the show if you are a part of our newsletter or part of our texting group. So this is how it looked if you were watching this week. It would have had a little eye can. Parents take note. Grassroots activism by parents in California prompts school superintendents to take action against COVID mandate. Uh, all you, this is what the legal update looked like, but let's go back. Because right now, if you want to be on top of everything, you only have to text in and become a part of this program. Text ICAN, type in the letters I-C-A-N, and send that to 
222 to sign up for text alerts. Those text alerts help you know when we're going live. Even, you know, for those of you that maybe forget on Thursday, oh, it's time to go live, bing, it'll be there on your phone. But also, if we're having a special program or doing some, you know, alert or we're in on a congressional hearing and you want to know about that, all you have to do is be a part of that text alert and you get these breaking stories. Well, back to this story. We put in Freedom of Information Act requests and wanted to know what effect it had. Well, lo and behold, we found out that the superintendents got together across the county, over 25 of them, and they all sent a letter to the California Department of Health demanding that they watch out. Now, this is, this is from their own letter. This is what we received in our Freedom of Information Act request. It was sent to government, uh, Governor Newsom, the Senate President, uh, all the list, Dr. Richard Pan, Ben Allen, these people were all in there, dear California leaders. And it goes on to say this. We have received many emails. Remember, these are the superintendents of Shasta County complaining. We have received many emails and have heard many hours of public comment from parents who are concerned about how quickly these vaccinations have been developed and tested. A majority of the families in our community are expressing hesitancy with regard to vaccinating their children, as many as 80% according to one of our largest district surveys. They are voicing the request for a choice and their plans to withdraw their children from public school if vaccines are required. 45% of families across Shasta County public schools kept their students home on October 18th to demonstrate their opposition to the vaccine mandate. We are hearing anywhere from 25 to 70% of students, depending on the district, whose parents will not enroll their children in Shasta County Public Schools next year if the mandate is legislated and the exemption is eliminated. This could very well mean closure of many of our smaller school districts and fracturing of our larger districts. Obviously, huge financial losses if you lose 25 to 75% of the students in your schools. This is just one county, one complaint. Well, it was important enough that internal letters were then sent. We had those FOIA requests, and we found out <clears throat> this was um, uh, Aragon Tomas, uh, who was uh, sending out. He was the letter from the Shasta County superintendents. He shared it with the other health directors and forwarded that letter on. Um, respectfully, this is, what is it? For your situational awareness. I was trying to remember what FYSA is. For your situational uh, awareness, respectfully, and he forwarded on. Did it have an effect? Well, we wouldn't have known. We could say, oh, those things don't actually work. But now we know that that's what happened. And directly after that, this was the headline. California lawmaker, they're talking about Senator Richard Pan, scraps plan to require COVID-19 vaccinations for school children, April 14th, 2022. And there you have it. The parents rose up. When you are writing your superintendents, when you are writing into your schools and saying, I don't agree with this, I want the masks off my kids. When you're showing up in mass to these school board hearings and when you do something as bold and brilliant as saying, we're staging a walkout if you don't listen to us, let it be known now that Shasta County changed the law for California, changed the direction that the COVID vaccine mandate was going. And as California goes, so goes much of the country. That little county may have saved us all across this nation from a mandated COVID-19 vaccine this week as we prepare for school. That doesn't mean this is over. What it shows us is that how we fight, how we stand for what we believe, and when we stand together, power to the people. We make a difference. Thank you, Shasta County, for being bold.
And I want to thank my legal team for uncovering that brilliant piece of information because we could all go ahead with our heads dropped down thinking maybe we're just getting lucky. That's what they may want us to believe. No, we are winning. That's it right there. Yeah. Okay, I have a huge That's good. show. All right. So there's a few takeaways. Number well, there, 10, There's a lot there. We need to give credit to Arthur, Arthur Gorman yeah. for putting together that uh, walkout. Uh, and there was a, quite a few other people involved, but I think he was uh, the spearheaded uh, uh, spearhead guy who was responsible for it. Right. Uh, so 45 people, uh, 45 percent stayed home. I mean, you know, what does that say? It says that the people uh, uh, who, you know, have their kids stay home, uh, you know, are not buying it. You know, we're not buying it. We're not going to be told what to do. We're, you know, they're going to, we're going to right. call our kids. And in that, you know, they always say, you know, we always hear like a board of supervisors meeting in places, you know, there's not that many people that feel that way. Right. On that day, it was 45%. That's a lot higher well, than what And we also know from to, the board of supervisors meeting that it was, when you count in all of the factors, it was almost 60, 65%. Right. Okay. Because they're talking about 45% in the school districts. Uh, that stayed home from uh, the vaccines, but I think the number was actually higher at the and end. And you of had the day. like five to six percent of the teachers just on that one day right. that called in. So that now you're over fifty percent just right there. Right. So uh, and you're also talking about the other kids that aren't in school for these parents, you know. So it's a lot higher yeah. of, of, <laughs> of, of people in the in the county that exactly. are saying no. Yeah. And uh, the so the vaccine is backfiring. Uh, and we're going to go into that in the next segment. We've got a little spot uh, after the uh, after we're done here with this one. Uh, but uh, the uh, you know, will the schools go out of business if they keep uh, doing this kind of stuff? Yeah, I think they well, will. yeah, because they their to. budget is based upon how many students they get X amount of dollars right. for X amount of students, and if they don't have X amount, uh, how how are they going to run? So if you talk about the te teachers' unions, is the government working for you, or is it, has it become self-serving? Well, this this they're supposed to be working for you, but as you can start to see that you know they've become self-serving over time, and the teachers' unions uh, is is a Marxist organization at this point, and they're the ones that were forcing the implementation of a lot of this stuff, uh, and. Uh, so, yeah, and they were, you know, it, we have to. It's a mandate. Right. That's all it was. It was a mandate. It wasn't a law. Exactly right. That they, they didn't have to go along with that at all. So I think the moral of the story is keep the pressure on. We are winning, and we're not going to back down, and this thing's going to keep going. Right. And, and I, I just want to add to that, and now the CDC has lifted all well, of the— they backed uh, down. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. So all of that crap that they put the kids and the people through— during well, that time, well, it was all a bunch of BS. Number one, it didn't work. Right. Number, you know, the mask. There's no study that shows that it worked. worked. It was effective. Uh, the vaccines we're coming to find out is not effective either, and we know that uh, there's oh, there's a lot know, of side it'll effects. It'll stop you from getting it, and then it was oh no, well it won't be as bad if you get it, and then it was oh no, the now we've got studies coming out saying the efficacy is gone, and the spike proteins don't stay in, and right. all this stuff, and so the vaccines are and people are getting sick. Now we've got a new study, and we're going to show that on the next segment of Sovereign Minds on uh, after this one uh, that basically now there's it's starting to come out, and it's not. Everything's not positive yet because this is such a long-term study of of this. Uh, yeah, there hasn't been enough time. There hasn't been enough time, exactly. But it's starting to look like and is most likely 
that the vaccines compromise your immune system. Right. And did you know that California is the leading state as far as lawsuits in regards to the vaccines? Well, they, they so, never talk uh, about this stuff. Uh, and, yeah. Uh, you know, this is uh, not on uh, local Channel 7 News, which their, their, their buzz phrase is, you know, uh, news you can trust or, you know, they, we, Mike and date. Mike, we, you can trust <laughs> us. Everything's about trust, except you can't trust anything that they talk about because they never talk about anything except the, the, the script that they're given or the, here's the narrative and you can't go out of the bounds. Exactly. And we know that from people we, who have we worked We do there. know that, that have worked for the, the station and ended up leaving because of it. Yeah. So it is what it is, but uh, keep the pressure on. And, uh, you know, we need to choose how the schools operate as the parents. You know, some of us could pull their kids out and went to other schools. Some people can't. So we got to get in there regardless. And this sets the stage for a a lot of school, well, all school districts for parents. Well, and it's set the stage to see, yes, it can make a difference no matter where you are. Well, and they lied about everything. Is is this, oh, there's no uh, CRT. Yes, there is. Oh, they're not uh, trying to groom your kids. Oh, yes, yes, they they are. are. In fact, somebody just got recently fired for right here in Shasta County. County, And we're going to try to come up uh, with the rest of that story here probably next week. Uh, uh, That's probably going to be our, 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 uh, Headlines next week because we're going to go into this, you know, child abuse, this, uh, you know, the uh, the definition, uh, the grooming, the grooming and the transgender Gender, crap and switching oh, things over and, and the hysterectomies the drugs, of the children out of Boston. Yeah. You know, so we've got a bunch of stuff we're going to go on, but keep fighting, keep the pressure on. We're starting to win. Uh, you know, don't don't let up and start running for the school board. Start yep. getting on these school boards yep. and start doing, you know, you're going to have a big effect. Get on these school boards and start changing these school boards because these guys have been getting away with it for so long just because there's been nobody to put them in check. And in doing that, there is still hope, folks. There's still a lot of hope out there. Yeah. With, so. that, with that said, I think we're pretty much at the end here. Uh, and uh, as I always say, government is not reason. It is not eloquence. It is force and force like fire is a dangerous servant and fearful master. And I guess we'll see you we'll in the next We'll see segment. you next time.